everyone. I'm Christine Blanchette, the host of the Run With It podcast. I interview medical professionals, registered dietitians, chefs, and celebrities who follow a healthy lifestyle. And for those who are making a difference in the world, thanks for listening. Joining me is Dr. Lucas McMillan who is a naturopathic physician and clinic director of the Delbrook Integrative Medical Center. And he's back on the show to talk about staying healthy through the holidays. What a topic and welcome back. Hello, Christine. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a big one. We have uh, some pretty big events coming up in the holiday season. And I'm excited to be able to talk about it and bring a health perspective into some of the fun that we're all hoping to have. Yes, tis, you know, tis the season for holidays. It's exciting time. But when we talk about staying healthy during the holidays, what should that look like for, <laughs> you know, for the active lifestyle or people who are balancing work, family, and trying to work out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, that word balance really comes to mind. So holidays is an exciting time. We all look forward to it. Um, there's kind of this stressful little thing in the corner that we sort of ignore until we get closer to the time. <laughs> but um, I, I want to address that because the purpose of holidays is really to bring us together, to have fun, to connect. And really, I think it's all the things that we're probably needing now more than maybe we have in previous years because you know, obviously we've, we've had some pretty major global changes. But we can probably get a little bit more out of it if we focus a little bit more on that balance and how to do that. Because I don't, I don't just believe in you know suggesting generally where we want to end up. Hopefully we can come up with some ideas today to give people tools to know how to get there and to have something to lean on, a little bit, a little bit of a framework to work with. Yes, I find planning ahead helps me cope better one day at yes. a time. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I mean, if we compare this to any other event, you know, whether it's a sporting event or if we're doing some kind of public talk or if there's something coming up that we know will be good for us but has some stressful component, the more we can plan ahead and foresee some of the challenges, uh, the more we can basically work ourselves through a process that's helpful, um, the more we can get out of those events. So if we want to have a great Thanksgiving or in this case an awesome Christmas, what kind of things are going to get in the way? I mean, what can we foresee? Are we going to have some food shortages? Is there something that we should order in advance? Um, are we just going to be stretched too thin? I mean, maybe we need to reach out. And I definitely a piece of advice that I think goes a long way for most of us is if we're taking on a lot, especially if you happen to be the person who's hosting a party or bringing people over, ask for help. It's okay to not do every single thing yourself or to have people bring something over or to have them you know, step into the kitchen or to have them help to prep whatever it is that's happening. I mean, I'd, if I'm going to an event and somebody asks me, hey, I'm doing all these things, I, I think it's going to be awesome. Can you help me with this one thing? It helps me to feel better. I feel like I'm part of the process and I, I feel honored to be asked. Well, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Yeah, so you can do a potluck or you can do takeout. And, and like you said, you feel like part of the process, like you're helping. Exactly. I mean, then, again, that's the purpose of what we're trying to do. We're trying to connect. We're trying to bring people together and have fun. 
it's fun. Yeah, I, I love potlucks. Um, it's funny. I don't know if my wife or my mother <laughs> would go for potlucks. <laughs> Just you know, culturally, for whatever reason, that's it's not really built in. But if you can, if that's an option, I mean, those are awesome. Pretty much every potluck I've been a part of, I've really quite enjoyed. I mean, it's it's a very community feel. It's just a beautiful thing for the holidays. Yes, and you know, another thing too is like, there's so many goodies, um, treats, and, and invited for eggnog, and and you know, I'm thinking gingerbread cookies. I mean, here you are, you're staying healthy, right? And you're exercising. How do you stay fit, and how do you watch your your diet? <laughs> yeah, the holidays is a really good time to, to yeah, challenge those ideas. Well, there's there's different ways we can go about that. So first off, um, if we have one day, especially if it's one day out of the year as an extreme example, we're not really going to cause that much trouble for us. So I'll start off by saying let's try not to be too hard on ourselves because we're probably going to have a lot of stress anyway throughout the day or throughout things that are happening. So we don't really need to add too much to it by trying to be perfect. So we don't need to be perfect in the planning. The event doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. And it's okay if we let loose a little. Mm. So more directly to your question, if we have, say, that platter in front of us with the Nanaimo bars or whatever it is that we, we, just, we get from our friends and family, we want to basically set a goal before we dive into these things. So... For myself, if I show up, all these things are laid out. There's usually one or two things that really grabs my eye. That's absolutely what I want to start with. Um, if I know, and I'm going to be diving into these to some extent, setting some sort of limit or understanding that I have lots of food. There's a lot of things I'm going to want to get to. I'll start with one. I'm going to grab that. I'm going to walk away with it. I'm going to get away from that. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is that's calling my name. Create a little bit of space and. Um, focusing on having that, you know, that goal, that little bit of space. Um, it's not a huge part of what I tend to focus on with, uh, with my patients or with people in front of me. I don't, I think that we can probably get the most out of these by encouraging a balance that you can have some of whatever you like, you can do whatever it is that you like, but we're there for the family. We're there for the diversity of food. So try a little bit of everything and have fun. There's so many ways to get that dopamine hit that aren't just that sweet in front of you. Yes. And Dr. McMillan, what are some key ways to staying healthy? I mean, getting enough sleep, for example, is the key. It can... Yeah. Exactly. It always goes back to the basics. And if we're talking about the holidays, I think sleep is hugely underrated. So we have pretty good understandings now that if we deprive a person of sleep, almost for any amount at all, the cravings for sweets and for a number of things go up. So I find that's really important for these times because if we are underslept, meaning we're, you know, say, over-preparing or we're, we're really worried about this upcoming event, that lack of sleep can make it seem worse. And our basically control during the event can really start to fall apart. Um, we're a little bit more likely to eat a lot of things that we wouldn't normally eat, which, again, probably the biggest downside is just that we might not feel as well later as we need to. I think that one-offs and short-term things are probably something our body is really well-equipped to handle. Mm -hmm. But sleep helps us in so many ways. So if we want to help ourselves to be our healthiest, if we want to have the greatest stress resilience, so if something unexpected happens, if we want to have the most control, we 
We want to be as nice to friends and family as we can possibly be and just really be part of that holiday spirit. Sleep has to be part of that equation. It's a huge part of getting ready for this. Yeah. So what should your plate look like in terms of the benefits of getting, I mean, getting enough sleep, um, exercise, uh, eating healthy, but also being human, eating sweets, but in portion control. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it can be really quite different for people. So I, I would probably focus more on having a routine on the times that are relatively easy or realistic to have a routine. So for example, if I'm going through a, a dietary change with somebody, whatever that dietary change is, I usually don't start it until after Christmas, or I usually don't start it until after Thanksgiving. Mm. Or the times that are that are coming up, if there's something really nearby that we know partway into this process, if we're a week or maybe two weeks in where we're really starting to settle into some new habits, we don't want that to be the time when these big events happen. So keeping that in mind, we want to do everything we can before these events and line up a process that we can do these things after. So that could mean... Uh, having an exercise strategy, so say three times a week, um, if I have a home gym set up or if I like to go for a run or if there's a sport that I enjoy, whatever it is that really sings to me and gets me moving and you know helps the time to just fly by because I love doing it, if we can line those things up before these events, so it functions as a stress outlet, it gets our bodies ready. And it gives us a chance to basically feel like we've earned a little bit of this holiday time so we can relax even more, so we can be present with that moment. We can be present with the people and the food. Um, I, I would tend to focus as much on that as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, the plate sizing, I work a little bit with that. It's not, not a huge focus of mine. I, I definitely think that we'd probably do better to just increase the greens and the vegetable size on our plates. Um, doesn't have to be anything wildly specific, but I, I do think there's there's benefits to those because when I do go through diet diaries with people, they tend to be one of the more lacking parts of our diet. Um, many of us tend to eat a fair bit of meat or we tend to eat a fair bit of the carbohydrate loaded foods. Um, personally, I don't consider just the simple white potatoes as a vegetable. It's one that kind of falls in a sort of another category. If we can have vegetables outside of that and have that be somewhere between 25 to 50% of our plate, um, again, it's not the biggest focal point that I have, but I think that that is quite helpful for a large number of people and just giving some kind of picture of what we want to aim for. Mm-hmm. So for the holidays, trying to have a, you know, at the very least, less of that 25% of our plate be something sweet, we're probably not doing too bad. Yes, and Dr. McMillan, what helps me is staying away from the table and just having a small plate. Um, if there's a big plate, I'll, I'll ask for a smaller plate and and I'll just eat what's on there. And then psychologically, it helps. Uh, it helps me during the holidays because it can be stressful. But I also think you mentioned at the very beginning, ask for help. I think when we ask for help, we feel there's you know, we don't feel as stressed. We feel like we're, you know, we're connecting, we're all helping each other. And, and I think that is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And the small plate idea is actually awesome. I, I definitely love that. And there's a bit of an art to trying to get people to decrease portion sizes. And I've dealt with this personally, you know, and my wife, and we've, we've kind of 
played in some of these things a fair bit over time. He's trying to find ways to improve health and diet in a way that feels fairly natural and isn't as forced or as difficult. And it is quite difficult to try to tell people if we decrease 10% of what is on our plate, we'll probably feel full with what's on our plate. And having a smaller plate allows that to happen in a more natural way. So I do think that's a brilliant way to do it. Um, but the idea that we can get a smaller amount of food and always go back for seconds if we need it, that that food isn't going to go anywhere, is something that I find takes a while to really sink in to make sense. Once it becomes a little bit more a part of how we think, we get a smaller portion size and often find that we do that reassessment to whether or not we're full once that plate is done. So if we can start with a smaller plate, we'll often find, actually, that was probably enough for me. I really do feel quite good with this. And uh, a smaller plate is a really nice way to do that if you have that option. Yes, yes. And so, Dr. McMillan, um, what else, like, um, that we can do to stay healthy? Like, you know, we talked about sleep, um, getting proper sleep, eating healthy. What about meditation and vitamins and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there really is a pretty long list of things that we can do to help ourselves, which is probably a really good place to be. So meditation is a really cool one. Um, if you haven't tried it, it is something that I very much think is worth diving into. There's many forms of guided meditation. I mean, there's YouTube videos now. Um, you certainly don't have to pay for it to find something that will take you through this process in a very step-by-step you know, -step easy way. And I've definitely had some people do quite well with this. Um, if you look into the research on meditation, I mean, we're quite confident now that it decreases stress hormones. It can help people to sleep better. It can help us to deal with stressful situations. Um, it seems to help us to reconnect with some of the emotions that are going on on the inside, which helps us to get a little bit more control and a little bit more understanding as to what's going on. Um, that said, I do find that, like most things, it isn't right for every single person. So I do strongly recommend people to try it, but there is a period of time where if we've tried it, it really isn't working out. Um, I have had some people that feel a little bit panicked when they go into a meditation mode. So there are times where it just isn't the best fit. But honestly, mm -hmm. that, um, that's a significant small group, like a, a very much minority. But I do think it's a good place to start. Yes. Um, I always like to focus on movement as well. So I find the word exercise is quite intimidating or almost misleading to a number of people. If we're gardening, uh, if we like going for walks and basic hikes, if we like playing with children, uh, there's so many ways to get exercise that don't involve going to the gym and picking up weights. They're all valuable. They really do a lot for our body. They do a lot for our mind. And they do quite a bit for our stress system. So that movement, I mean, it could even be something that we do, you know, the basics during the party. If there's things that we need to carry up and, up and down stairs, that little bit of extra movement goes a long way to helping to keep our body healthy and moving. You know, it, mm -hmm. it can help to decrease pain in our joints just by simply using those joints. Mm -hmm. I, I very much like to focus on those simple basics. Yes. And Dr. McMillan, is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, there's, there's so much we can do with the holidays. And because they're coming up, it's, again, the focus has to be on connection and on family. And given our world and everything that's happening right now, um, with the COVID changes and with um, changes in our beliefs or understanding on either vaccinations or how we're going to encourage people to either get vaccinated or consider changes. I 
I find a lot of my patients are coming in with a different kind of stress because their their personal belief systems don't match up well with the belief systems of their friends or their family or people that they're normally in really close contact with. So why this is important is if we are really disagreeing with somebody on any other topic that isn't this COVID-related side, whether it's politics or you know how we should raise our children or any of the sort of big button topics, we can often get by by just agreeing to disagree or letting it go. I think that's really important. There is a counselor that works really close to our clinic, um, absolutely lovely woman. Uh, for privacy, I won't bring her name into it, but in chatting with her about this topic, she mentioned to me that she reminds her patients that COVID is temporary, that the effects, the vaccination conversations, everything related to this, they're temporary. They will pass. One way or another, we will get past this. And then at some point, we just won't be talking about it as often, and it won't be that major point of contention between friends and family and people. Mm-hmm. Family doesn't go away. We're still going to have the same family members. And most of us, we're still going to have the same friends. We're still going to have the same social groups and connections. So just want to bring that up, that for these holiday times when we're getting our families together, it may be best to set simple boundaries and just to say, you know, we're not going to focus on these things. You know, please um, keep the conversations away from them. If they're really hot button topics and we can't find another way, uh, I haven't been able to find another way for some of my patients just to try to completely avoid conversation or just basically setting some, some ground rules if that's what's required. But the basic spirit of it is, we want to connect, we want to stay close, and we want to be able to lean on each other. One of the best ways we can do that is by being okay with the decisions we make, with the belief systems, with the people that are in front of us. We might not understand them, and I believe me, as, as a care provider, I see a very wide range of belief systems, especially around this one, but they all have reasons that make sense to us. We're all trying to do the best we can. It doesn't need to be the focal point when we were talking with our family members. And if we can get around that, focus on all of the fun we've had, all the fun we will have in the future, especially when all this COVID stuff is gone, focus on the good things, the food in front of us, the people, the atmosphere, the Christmas music, if you're really into that. Mm-hmm. We can get so much more out of these events if we focus on that connection. That's really what it's all about. And I think it almost can be that simple. We just put a little bit more effort in to that preparing, that planning ahead, like we said. And if you foresee the challenge being this conversation might come up, I think it's reasonable to kindly ask, well, let's let's put this off of the conversation list for things at the table for today. Tomorrow, perfect. Yesterday, the few days before, we talked about these things, that's fine. But for today, let's just focus on us and focus on friends and family. Yes, and the holidays can be, you know, obviously a stress can be a stressful time, but for your mental health as well, like, it just, um, you know, it, it can, you know, some people are depressed, or it's, it can be a lonely time of year. And I, I think the key, you know, staying healthy as much as possible, uh, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think people are a huge part of that. Like the connections and the ability to connect with the people around us is our ability to do that has changed. Uh, it's still there. It's very much there. But the simple habits that we had and the things we just tended to lean on because they were familiar and easy may or may not be as available. If they're not as available, um, it's often a very small step. 
and try to reconnect and find something else that works. We need people. People are awesome. They're not always awesome every single time. But people feed us. People give us what we need as human beings. We all need this stuff. And even if I'm disagreeing with somebody, I know that they need people as much as I do. I know that that connection, that acceptance, is very much something that they want as much as I do. Um, if we can all remember that and just pay attention to the, the goal. We want to connect. We want to have fun. We want to let loose a little bit. That's what the holidays are about. And there's very much ways to do that without excessive stress, without that excessive trouble along the way. Hopefully, uh, someone we've chatted about today can help some of our people to get there easier. It very much can be done, and you know, lots of fun to be had along the way. Thank you, Dr. McMillan. And for people, you know, want to reach out to you, where can they go? Uh, yes, uh, personal website is drlucasmack.com. And the Delbrook Integrative Medical Center that I work out of, my website is delbrookintegrative.com. So hoping to have some uh, information up on there for people who are looking for resources. Don't have anything up on the holiday season yet. <laughs> At some point, I'm sure that that'll, that'll make it on as well. As, so. Uh, we, in the meantime, we have podcasts. We have information on how to take care of ourselves. So hopefully that is enough. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And I can't wait to have you come back. And happy holidays, Dr. McMillan. Hey, happy holidays, Christine. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. I'm Christine Blanchette, the host of the Run With It podcast. If you have a question or wish to reach me, go to my website, which is runwithit.ca. Until next time, run with it.